My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 24th day of July, 2023, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia, Central Virginia area. Another hot summer day here today. I've got some errands to run and I'm planning on getting in the pool this afternoon. Uh, hopefully we'll have some company in the house tomorrow or Wednesday as Jason and the grandkids are coming to do much the same thing that I'm planning on doing most of the week this week. I've spent some pool time. All right, we do have a few news stories this morning. The headlines today, the main headline, of course, is the ferry sinks in Sulawesi, Indonesia. Carnival Jubilee floated out actually early. Pride to sail a shorter cruise. Amsterdam moves to ban cruise ships. Vantage customers seek a legal voice. And of course, a weather update. All here at live at 11 o'clock this morning. Today, folks, is National Tequila Day. Uh, not my favorite. I've shared the story with you before on why I don't drink tequila. Uh, but so somebody else is going to have to do that for me today because I'm just not, I can't touch, take a chance on touching tequila again. Anyway, that story's for another day. If you're listening by the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening to the podcast and want to hop over to the video feed to check out pictures or clips or interviews that I may be using on that day's show, there's always a link in the description for you to do just that. All right. If you haven't done so, please consider uh, hitting that like button. That helps the channel out. Also, many of you might be new that are watching today. As you can tell, my gang gets over in the chat room and 
starts on long conversations together. And that's fine. Just feel free to join in. Introduce yourself. And I'll get to it before the show is over with. All right, the top story today has to do with a rather sad story. Uh, It comes out of uh, Indonesia. Fifteen are dead, 19 missing following the sinking. Let me check that, folks. My phone is not looking correctly. Oh, well. All right, back to the story. Uh, 15 dead, 19 missing, following the sinking of a ferry off of southwest Sulawesi. Six were fortunate enough to survive. Now, there's a, a stipulation on that number, the six number. I'll get to that in a second. The exact cause of the sinking, which took place around midnight, remains unclear. Mohammed Arfa, representing the local branch, of the search and rescue agency informed that all victims had been identified and their bodies handed over to respective families. Meanwhile, the survivors were receiving medical attention at nearby hospitals. Distressing photos shared by the rescue agency depicted the victims' bodies covered with cloth on the floor of a local hospital. The ill-fated vessel was carrying passengers across a bay on Muna Island, located about 124 miles south of Kandari, the capital of southeast Sulawesi province. The search efforts, including one team diving around the site of the accident, another conducting surface searches with boats. The rescue agency shared images of rescuers mobilizing for the operation, along with several deceased individuals covered with sarongs on tarpaulin at a local hospital. Uh, Folks, I opted not to uh, show any of those rather graphic uh, photographs or clips. Clips were terrible. Um, On the show, I did not think that was necessary uh, in light of this rather tragic uh, situation. Now, here's the problem with the six survivors. They're still at this point calling it uh, 19 missing. However, a number of those may have just swam ashore and haven't been counted for yet. So uh, they're getting at the point now where they pretty much found folks that are around the ship where it went down and I have a feeling now we're going to go on to some kind of accounting situation. Indonesia is their rules and regulations over there are not really good. The manifests are never correct. Uh, So it's it's a sad situation that's compounded by the area. So anyway, sad situation is the lead story today. 
All right, guys, don't forget the uh, Scoot Around and Will, uh, Will US, which is the Will Power Chairs uh, for Disability Pride Month are running a site-wide sale, 9% off on any mobility devices, whether they're scooters, chairs, power chairs, walkers, it doesn't matter. Whatever you need, you can uh, check with um, Will US or scoot around. And between now and the 31st of July, you get 9% off of anything site-wide just by using the code REC2023. You can shop online at one eight or call a one eight four four six six four seven four six seven and you can use the SRM one 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 three seven and we get a little credit for it. So all right the kind of the the joint lead story today it's actually the lead story until this story came in about the ferry sinking. Uh, the Jubilee, Carnival Jubilee, was actually floated out early on Friday because they were fearful of the weather on Saturday when it was scheduled. So here's a look at the Carnival Jubilee. A first look at the Carnival Jubilee. Carnival Cruise Line's newest ship, the Carnival Jubilee, was unexpectedly floated out on Friday, July the 21st at Meyer Werft Shipyard in Germany. The floatout marks a key milestone in the construction process. Originally scheduled to float out on Saturday morning, Meyer Werft brought the major milestone forward due to inclement weather expected in Germany over the weekend. The undocking mover has been completed, moving the ship into the position to the wet dock at the shipyard in Poppenburg, Germany. Now, the kind of interesting thing, folks, in addition to the early float out, and I was not aware of this at the time, is the additional adornment on the uh, bow, of, I mean, on the uh, front of the boat. When the Carnival Jubilee emerged from the construction hall at Meyerwerft, what truly stole the show was the striking bow adorned with the iconic Texas star, symbolizing the ship's connection to its new home port in the Lone Star State of Texas. Now, of course, we'll be Galveston. The sea trials are scheduled for November of this year. Come December 23rd, Carnival Jubilee will embark on its inaugural voyage, setting sail on a mesmerizing Western Caribbean itinerary out of Galveston, Texas. All right. I'll be back with a couple more stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. 
I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And the next story, folks, has to deal with the Carnival Pride. You know, we had a couple stories last week about the uh, problems it was having. Carnival Cruise Line has confirmed that the Carnival Pride will sail a shortened six-night itinerary following the completion of its propulsion repairs. And that new cruise will end as previously scheduled in Dover on Sunday. Uh, This is welcome news for guests who have opted to remain on board uh, the vessel or waiting in hopes that some sailing would be possible rather than a complete cruise cancellation. The original cruise Carnival Pride was scheduled to sail was to have begun on the 21st from Dover. The nine-night itinerary had planned calls in Edinburgh, Kirkwall, and Stoneway in Scotland, Belfast in Northern Ireland, Hollyhead in Wales, and Cork in Ireland before returning to Dover. And, of course, it's been in Kiel, Germany for the repairs. Now guests have been informed that the ship will instead sail an abbreviated six-night itinerary calling on a Belfast, Hollyhead, and Cork with two days at sea. While the change is dramatic, it's a far cry from canceling the sail entirely, which was initially feared uh, until the repairs to the ship could be assessed, technical experts brought on board, and the repairs completed. The time for the ship now docked in Kiel, Germany, as it undergoes repairs to transit back to Dover, also had to be considered. Much of the confusion around the sailing has been due to the large number of back-to-back cruisers already on board Carnival Pride, as well as guests who had already arrived in Europe prior to joining the July 21st departure. Carnival Pride developed the propulsion issues that impacted the ship's maximum cruising speed we will call that, of course, uh, as a pot issues, although they haven't said that specifically. Repairs have been underway for several days, and actually they had to move the ship because other ships were scheduled into Kiel. So anyway, a number of the guests have remained on board, and we'll get a little sailing out of it at least. All right, the next story, folks, has to deal with Amsterdam. And uh, this is a is a strange, confusing story. First, I'll start off by saying that the Amsterdam City Council, now keep that in mind, has voted yes on policies that aim to ban or severely limit cruise ships from docking in the city center. The Amsterdam Cruise Terminal is located next to Amsterdam Central Station. 
and within walking distance of the historical city. The decision follows a motion passed with considerable majority in the city council. The resolution involves relocating the current cruise terminal to an area outside the city center. While this isn't a new concept, the city government seems eager to implement the ban. It would mean a considerable inconvenience for a visiting cruise ship passengers having to use buses or public transportation to reach the Amsterdam uh, city center. Amsterdam is set to receive a total of 73 cruise ship visits through the end of this year. Holland America Lines Rotterdam is scheduled to make nine visits, uh, making a total of 15 visits from Holland America. Uh, Norwegian also has 15 calls scheduled this year, and six of those will be from uh, the cruise uh, flagship Norwegian Prima. Besides the ocean-going ship, Amsterdam is primary home port for river cruise ships sailing from the Netherlands to Germany, Switzerland, France, and Eastern Europe. However, for now, these river cruise ships are not included in the proposed ban. Uh, whether uh, that will phase the local politicians uh, behind the motion seems to be seen. Elena Rotterkirk says cruise passengers are little more than a locust plague. Wow, that's harsh. Political party D66 chair Elena Ruderkirk strongly advocates for the band. She wrote a piece in the newspaper a couple weeks ago saying Amsterdam has no space for cruise ship passengers. This vote does not, in fact, ban cruise ships as some of the articles and some of the folks are saying in this space. Despite some media reports and local, national, and international news outlets, Cruise Port Amsterdam is open for business currently. As usual, with uh, cruise ships continuing to call as per the schedule, explained uh, Dick Der Graf, director of the cruise port Amsterdam. The council has appealed to the College of Mayor and Aldermen who have not yet responded. So apparently, folks, this the idea of the ban in Amsterdam, that's fat pat past the first go-round with the council and this lady that calls us locust and says there's no room for cruise ship passengers. What they're saying is that all these people get off cruise ships and all they want to do is go to the red light district. Nobody ever visits the museums, so we're getting no economic benefit from it. That's what this woman says. Others are saying something different. I have the strangest feeling. So this argument is going to continue on uh, until they come to some conclusion. However, if they move the terminal all the way outside of town, uh, it won't take long for the cruise ships to say the hell with that and pull out altogether, which would make that crazy woman happy. That's my opinion, at least. So, uh, but I thought that was a bit insulting to all of us that cruise with, you know, I'm 
first one to understand the history uh, that cruise ships have caused, particularly in a place like Amsterdam. But you got to keep in mind the efforts that are being made to correct a lot of that stuff that the cruise ships have caused in the past and try to get it back to where they're not causing problems in port and the like and in the oceans. That's my thoughts, at least. All right. Uh, next on the agenda. has to do with Vantage Travel. Many of you are familiar with Vantage uh, uh, Travel, which is an outfit, where were they, up in Boston, I think, that went belly up and left a bunch of people stuck um, with money. Uh, basically, the company had stolen Leaders of a group known as Vantage Travel Customers Seek Restitution, it's a hell of a name for a group, are asking U.S. Bankruptcy Court to appoint a customer committee to grant thousands of Vantage Traveler customers voice and legal representation during the tense and complex proceedings, according to a news release. According to the statement, over 500 signatures, the petition was submitted July 17th, to the U.S. trustee, Eric Bradford. The group said that Vantage customers, mostly senior citizens, represent the largest group of unsecured creditors with $80 million owed to them due to the cancellation of cruises and tours. The bankruptcy court also notified customers that Vantage Travel intends to sell its assets to the highest bidder with multiple companies expressing interest. Currently, there is a bid for $1 million by United Travel a Limited, a Singapore a corporation, in exchange would receive the Vantage customer list. Court documents indicate the purchaser has agreed to provide future credit to certain customers, which has been reported to be 20% off of the new company's travel offer. So that's not actually getting any money back from the Vantage assets that are left. That's the new people taking over and then selling you something else and giving you a 20% discount. And I'm not sure I'd be too happy about that if I was in the list. There are hundreds of people, predominantly seniors, gathering online who are sharing stories and asking for help and seeking restitution as the assets of Vantage are being sold to the highest bidder. Tough situation. And I suppose that could happen to any of us. Uh, and I'm not sure that there's a really a good solution to the story, folks. All right, we do have to catch up with a little bit of weather today. Thankfully, there's just the uh, Atlantic we don't have to deal with the Pacific at all today, but we do have to deal with Dawn still. Long live Dawn. It's on its last legs as a tropical cyclone. Currently, it's about 475 miles east 
of Cape Race, Newfoundland. Maximum sustained winds about 45 miles an hour. Currently moving east-northeast at 18 miles per hour. Pressure is about 1,005. And this general motion is expected to continue until dissipation later today. Uh, And it's forecast to become a post-tropical cyclone later today up there in the Canadian Maritimes. Now, down in the kind of center of things, the yellow X, a weak area of low pressure associated with the tropical wave continues to produce disorganized showers and thunderstorms about 650 miles east of the Windward Islands. While the system has not become any better organized, some slow development remains possible during the next couple of days while it moves westward across the tropical Atlantic and Eastern Caribbean Sea. Uh, Environmental conditions are expected to become unfavorable for development by the middle of the week. Locally heavy, heavy rainfall is possible across the Windward Islands in the next few days. They're saying formation of anything further is about 20% uh, for the next 48 hours and 20% for the next seven days. Still, we've got to watch it. I mean, because it's always a possibility in this part of the world and this time of the year if it gets into really any warm water, which it's heading toward, uh, that it could throw everything off. So anyway, a little bit better uh, situation with the weather today as it was on Friday. But, you know, still have to uh, keep watching it. All right, let's go see who's fussing at me over in the chat room. Oh, and I do have a story for Dennis if he's with us uh, today. Joanne's here. Hi, Joanne. Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. Hot Air Tom is here. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Uh, Nikki's with us down in Jacksonville. There's Dennis. Doesn't drink tequila because it's a known panty dropper. Yeah, no. That's not why I don't drink it. Uh, It's because uh, the last time I drank tequila, I was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and woke up the next day in Houston, Texas, married. And that was an expensive proposition to get out of, I'll tell you. I haven't had tequila since. Uh, But however, Dennis, uh, my uh, niece had some um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it now. The soft Italian cheese last night with her dinner that she made. And she she pronounced it um, mascarpone. And I was able to correct her with what I consider to be the proper pronunciation of Muscapone. And she says, oh, I don't think that's right. And she looked it up with one of the things online for pronunciation of words. And I was right. So I was, that's all because of Dennis that I was able to pronounce that properly or close for me. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Katie's with us. I'm enjoying my last week in paradise. I leave to return to Florida on Saturday. Such an awesome vacation. I know Katie, you love it up there. Don't blame you. 
Katie, did you do a whale watch? No, but unfortunately saw two dead humpback whales that washed up on shore. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. Nikki says, so soon? Yeah, I know. I can't believe we're getting around to getting around to August already. Wow. Kate says, yep, it's gone way too fast. Uh, immediately uh, contact the bank card issuer for a refund. There's Elizabeth, Buenadias, Chile, and the gang. Greetings from sunny Cozumel. Awesome. Glad to have you with us, uh, Elizabeth. Mars, Mascarpone. Mascarpone. Yes. I was very close. Your show is so educational. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Nikki. However, uh, I do I do appreciate uh, what Dennis has of me at least recognizing some things now. I'm still not real good, but I'll work at it. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Got a couple errands to run. I got to go get my new fancy driver's license, whatever you call that thing. I understand it's have a star in the corner of it. Uh, so. I have that for my travels coming ahead. Bank card refund from Vantage Travel. I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so that would be a, a good thing for them to try. But yeah, that's a whole that's a whole mess up there. All right, guys. That's gonna wrap me up for today. As always, thanks for being with me. Don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. That helps me out a lot. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, please consider doing so. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when I go live or a new video is up. That's it for today. As always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. I'll see you back here, same time, same place, tomorrow for Tuesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad.
Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.